The future of radio. 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 The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. So how is the spirit world involved exactly? Um, well, basically, it means that I'm drawn to particular stones because of you know the significance that it plays in my life. Okay, so you, you seek them out. Yes. Like, this is conscious, or this is like, it, it, you're guided oh, by Oh, it all your, depends. By your spirits. Yes, by your I'm spirits. guided by voices, yes. Do you know who your spirits are? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm looking forward to meeting them. Oh my god, you have I mean, it's very turned. new. It's very new. You are really becoming a hippie rock I think girl. it could... I think it could happen pretty quickly. I think it's already happening. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Lots to talk about today, but oh, as boy. usual, I want to... Re- what was that? I liked it. You were doing like a Micro Machines voice. You're I was wanted- just making fun of the sound of my voice? No, because you were like, I had lots to talk about today. You were getting like wrapped up like... Micro machines. I, I used to think that I could do the micro machines. Oh, thing. I know, Greg. Everybody knows. I can speak pretty fast. Like, if I really want to, if I jacked up on a whole bunch of coffee, I could actually probably read something almost as fast as a micro machine. I bet I could read faster than you. Uh, that's a competition that we need to have. They find <laughs> a micro machine script and we'll test it out. See if Fine. there's one on there. I will take that challenge anytime, okay. anywhere. I will absolutely be. I there. absolutely think that I, without like, um, like stumbling over words or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Alphabet again. No, damn it. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, theta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lambda, umu. Micron, pyro, sigma, tau, upsilon, phi, chi, omega. Anyway, I'd like to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there on the page. You click on that Audible link and you can sign up for a free trial to get two free audiobooks. Not one, but two free audiobooks. I myself have finally finished the Bill Hodges uh, Bill Hodges trilogy, so I will not be talking about it anymore, but it's... Uh, it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Of a, emotions, a roller coaster sir. of emotions. It really is. Yeah. I am almost done with Finders Keepers. I am in the throes the, of the. That's the second book in the Bill Hodges. The trilogy. second book in the Bill Hodges trilogy, and I am in the. I am in the shit right now. You're in the. You're in the. the stuff. I am in the thick of it. Stuff is happening, and it's happening. very stressful. Yes. And it just happened. I was actually listening to it this morning, uh-huh. right before I got here, and like something just happened. I'm like, oh god, I can't stop. So. We're going to do the show, and then I'm going to go right back to getting back into All right, world. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for your free trial. All right. We have, like I said, lots to get to today, and we're going to discuss Sarah's new spirit friends and whatever the hell that means uh, here in just a little bit. I do want to say this because if you follow me on any social media accounts, you know, I posted some – I don't think I realized – I didn't realize I didn't, didn't tell a lot of people yeah. that I was going to be – Getting a boom lift at my house. <laughs> now, do you know what a boom lift is? Like, I know I from the that? pictures. Like, I don't know what <clears throat> like that... Like a cherry picker is another term for it. Like a person that Maybe picks that's cherries. just like a country That term. sounds like a country phrase. Is that a country term? Yeah, cherry a picker? cherry picker? Yeah, when I say cherry picker, do you know what that means? No. Okay, that's like a... I mean, I know what the thing is now because right. I saw your picture of it's it. It's a boom but... lift with a bucket on it that yeah, you raise so it up. like a riser thing. No, it's not a scissor lift. That's a riser. A boom lift... Is like the swingy words. ones. Yes, sure, yeah, swingy one. Mm. Yeah, that goes up about 30 feet. Well, I ended up having to borrow one of those over this weekend, which a huge thank you again to Joe Squires, Squires Electric, for loaning me this. I mean, that was, that was really Above awesome. and beyond, Above Joe. Above and beyond. And I, that really helped me out. So my plan was I have all these dead branches that are, like, hanging over my house, and I needed to cut them down, and I, this is the only way I could think to do it without spending thousands and thousands of dollars. So, um... 
So I got this, and on Saturday morning, my plan was to go up in this thing and just start uh, trimming away. And I got up there, and as you're going up in this thing, because I don't know if you've ever actually seen one in action. It's like a metal, like, I call it a bucket, but it's like a little metal gate that you sit in and that, that you stand in. Yeah, and so you're you've like got controls, and then it raises you up. That and you've got thing, all as soon as I saw ways. you post a picture of that thing, that made me nervous with you around it. I'm like, cool, and I'm doing a podcast by myself now. Yeah, um, like I'm surprised. <laughs> I, am genu- I mean, you're I was safe. genuinely a little worried, a lot worried. Like I'm you strapped are s- in. Yeah, so that's even worse. Yeah, and then you could like lose control of the like things and then get mushed like between like the bottom of it and like the top of your house. Oh, I didn't even think about that fear. Oh, there's so many oh, things. Oh, mushing fear? I didn't even think about getting mushed. Oh, there's mushed. a mushing fear. There's like I thought more about falling. If the mechanic stopped working and like it rams you right into the tree and like you get speared by one of the <coughs> branches you're trying to take. Oh my out. god, I didn't even think about these things to worry about. Speared oh, by yeah, a branch. Things go hon- go uh, you know, crazy all the time. They get all wonky. I mean, technology is a fickle mistress. But it was just gonna like start spinning around. It could start like, spinning you around spinning and like threw me out. Yeah, like the platform could fall out the bottom. One of the, the bars platform could break. Falling? I didn't think about that either. No. Okay. Well, there's like, a lot of like things. Like your I didn't... pants loop could get hooked on one of the, um, <laughs> you know, one of the toggle switches. Uh huh. You've really thought through a lot of fears on these things. Oh, yeah, so much could happen. Wow. I'm surprised you made it through unscathed. Quite honestly. Well, I'll say this: I got up in it and I, I started cutting some branches. And I got like about probably. Probably a good 20 feet off the ground, and this thing goes up to about 30. And, uh, okay, other things to fear, tipping over, a lightning strike. Yes. Um, yeah, lots of things. Lots of things that, was, that, that could have happened on this. Yeah, you just feared falling off. If you fell off of Run it, all a, you would do is, like, break your leg. Run into a power line. No, I would genuinely, the thing that I would think would happen to you would you. I love that nobody is, has any confidence that I could actually work one of these things. Could, <laughs> like, could you, Greg? Yes, I could. I could work the thing. I mean... Oh, you're so technology. Yeah, <laughs> you call it the thing. You could work the thing. I could work the boom lift. No, it was fine. I, I mean, I used to do it in college. I worked at a paper uh, oh, mill. Oh, okay. And I would, I would tool around those things all the time. I was also a lot more fearless back then because I did get up there in it, and I got about 20 feet off the ground, and that's when – it's been a while since I've tested. Um, I've got a little thing with heights. And it's been a while since I put that to the test. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, no, it's going to be fine. It'll be fine when I'm up there. Like, I'm perfectly safe, which technically I was safe. But I got up there. I'm like, oh, oh, this is very high. This is really high up there. And it, and it kind of sways a little bit while you're up, and it's moving around a little bit. And, um, and I started cutting, and it was taking me forever. And I was like, well, we'll get, I'll get whatever I can done. You know, and I had somebody else on the ground, like, like helping me out, you know, spotting and stuff like that. My neighbor came over and he's like, you know, uh, my friend does this professionally, and actually, I know for a fact so he's you, not on a job today. So he also had so, some, the strictest of <laughs> of faith in you that you. Totally he came over and he's like, "Did he seem concerned?" He's just like, "That's gonna take you a long time," and I'm like, "Yes, it is," because I was so slow with it and nervous, and and I just was. Turns out, I'm not a professional branch trimmer. I am shocked. Um, but uh, everyone thought that you were a professional branch trimmer. Yeah, but his his buddy was a professional, and that's um, pretty lucky. It was really lucky. Yeah. It was really lucky. Who also happens to not have a job, has his own company that does it, and he's just like, "Look, I don't normally do this, but we could write something up." And if you, I'm, he's like, "I'm watching you right now, and this is going to take you a long time." And he's like, "And with that." I can get this done for you probably a lot faster. <laughs> and uh, and so I ended up 
I ended up hiring him <laughs> there. So we, we signed it, and I like, I'm like, yep, I'm hiring you to do this. So, well, uh, yeah, so if you can have a professional do yeah. that. Like, you're good at a lot of things, Greg. I have not. I've learned a little bit about my limitations. Tree trimmer. Not so good at that's it. Why, not up there in the not up that high, like that kind of stuff. That's why it's such like, a tough and expensive job. I mean, right. like that's yeah, hard to do. Mm-hmm. Very very hard. Yep. So, uh, but I was able to to have that hired out and uh, and fixed. So. So did you go back up in mm-hmm. it after? Yes, yeah. I did. I did because we had to. How high did you take it up? Did you take it um, up all the way as high as it could go? I didn't go all the way up. I probably I went close to it. Close to the full height because I had to to like turn it around at this one point. Um, was like higher than your house? Oh yeah, it's way higher than my house. Yeah, I mean I'm talking like 25, 30 feet up. Is I think 30 feet was the limit on this one. I was probably got it up to like 25. Yeah, Joe knew what he was doing. He's like no more than 30 feet for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean and I was very you know obviously we're very safe with the equipment and all that stuff. Um, and there was there's honestly everything on it was safe. It's just me and getting up there and looking down. Like, damn it, I forgot that I have a thing about heights. Oh, did you I, forget that? Are you afraid of heights? I don't want to be afraid of heights. I don't want to either, but I am. But yeah, it does. It makes me a little, it makes me nervous. Like, I even get nervous in some, <laughs> this sounds really bad. This is uh, how manly I am. Uh, in some video games where you're going off of a height, I'm like, oh. <laughs> even that will get to me. Well, um, that, that's fair. I mean, uh, sometimes when I look at things, it's like, oh, the tallest, you know, like, like trails in the world where you're thousands of feet in the sky along, you know, a crumbling, you know, walkway. Yeah. And I look at those and that gives me anxiety. Like, uh, I look at that. I'm no, like, no I don't want to do like that. Like the ones with the glass floors. Yeah. That overlook like there's the, the Grand Canyon has one of those now. Yeah. I was I wasn't I've been to the Grand Canyon, but it was before that thing was there. Yeah, me too. Or, or maybe it was in a different area or something. But anyway, um No, I think that's pretty Would you new. walk out onto it? I don't know. There's a time that I would have like I think yeah. In my youthful days, uh-huh. in my younger days, because I didn't always have a fear of heights. It right. just kind of came, came on. I, yeah, and I don't really know why. I think it probably happened when I was in college and I almost fell off of a balcony. I think that kind of started when you start to realize that you're not uh, invincible. Right. I'm like, oh, I was very, very close to dying. Uh-huh. Like, oh. Yeah. So now it still freaks me out. Like, even when we were on the cruise, and I know it's like that same thing, like going over a bridge. Like, I know <coughs> I'm not going to jump, but what if, like, I accidentally, like, Fall or tip over or something. Are you worried you were going to jump off of it? Like spasm? Like your murder spasms that you have? Where you want to push other people off? I know I've talked to this before. Did you want to push me off of the No, I don't want to push anybody off, but I am constantly afraid that I'm going to jump. And I'm not suicidal. It's just, I've read about it. It's a thing that some people have. They have a fear of just thinking about jumping off of things. Weird. It's bizarre. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. So the first like couple so nights like, I was in my room. So like if you're going over like a big bridge. Yeah, it freaks me out. You're worried you're just going to hop over it. Yeah. Wow. It's a weird. And I can't Like control. going over the Hawthorne Bridge here in Portland. Yeah. You think about just like. Bloop. Yeah, and I don't want to. Not out, of, not out of some way to like harm yourself. No, no, not at all. Not at all. This yeah. isn't a cry for help. This isn't yeah, anything yeah. along no, those I, lines. Yeah, I know that. It is very strange, but it is. And I've talked to other people who have described it in the exact same way. It's just a thing. It's very weird. I don't know. Like, I just, I have a fear that I'm going to jump off of something. Weird. Which I'm not going to, because right. it, that scares me more than the thought of it. Yeah. But, huh. I don't, yeah, brains are weird, <coughs> and I don't like them. That is a weird Yeah, thing, even yeah. when I was in my room 
on the cruise ship, it would freak me out because I'd be like, I would look over the edge. I'd be like, oh, God, what if I, like, what if I jumped off of that? Oh, it just freaks me out. I don't know why, because your brain gets in this cycle. I sound crazy. Anyway, it all worked out. Um, I got a lot of it done. And now, for anybody out there listening, this is an offer to anyone. If you would like approximately, I don't know, 20 cubic yards of uh, branches for some reason, real leafy branches, you just let me know. Yeah, it's a well, U-Haul. Will, Greg will let you take them It's for a him. U-Haul situation. Um, I like how we just deviated from that whole crazy talk from me, but let's go to the branches. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about No, I, I, let's go to the branches. That's fine <laughs> with me. No. Also, take be... Greg's branches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, but got it all done. Didn't fall off. Huge thank you to Joe Squires. And, uh, and yeah, it, it worked out. Wow. It's pretty cool. It is pretty amazing. I know we're not going to spend time talking about trees and branches. I know this has nothing to do for anybody, but um, it's like 25 years worth of branches that were trimmed out. So my whole backyard looks completely different now. Oh, I saw um, the picture that you had of all the branches on the ground. Like, I was like, are those bushes? It's I'm like, oh, God, crazy. that's Now I have to yard. get them out of there before Black's Pest Services finds out, and because that's <gasps> going to be like a big, huge thing for rats. Oh, Greg, you're going to be a rat king. <laughs> it's a, it is rat kingdom back there right now. Like, I basically, I just set up like... Ten different. You set up hotels. condos. Yeah. Yeah. You made like a. So I got to get that stuff out of you there. You made like quick. a rat village in your backyard. Mm. Oh my god. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. What? I went over into the neighbor's yard. What? Like that's the illegal. No. Well, maybe. Um, <laughs> okay, for satirical purposes. Um, no, the former. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that I've got my meth head neighbors, and then also I've got. Uh, well, they were meth heads. The meth heads were gone now, but then the Russian mafia moved in, and then they're gone, and now I don't know who lives over there. <laughs> and so, the bottom line is, though, I was cutting these branches, and a bunch of them fell over into that side of the yard. Oh, I've owned this house for almost 14 years. I have never been on that side of the fence. It's always you don't been want on to be board on with that those side people. Of the fence. I mean, it's where the rats were coming from. It's where the meth heads lived forever. It's like a garbage pile. But I had to go over there to get the branches that I that I cut. Mm-hmm. I was gonna, even though they're the worst, I was still gonna be, you know, do the right thing. And and there were a bunch of them that came over on their side of the fence. So I went back there. I went in and? to the heart of Meth Town. What? I How did you not tell it. me this until now? I I did it yesterday. I just completely forgot. Like I I've, I've been I'm a little tired uh, from doing all this stuff, so I forgot. I went back there and I saw what was there. I saw the remnants. It's like going into like an archaeological dig. Sure. Of where there once was a meth camp. I hope you wore like really thick-soled shoes. So you didn't get like some random needle or something I did. poking through. I did have okay. thick shoes. Yeah, and I was conscious of that yes. because I'm like at least nails or something like that in here. Um, let me tell you, it was everything I thought it would be. It is. What did you see? It looks like the site of some kind of, uh, like if you were in um, an apocalyptic movie mm-hmm. where people are just like rummaging through, like, you know, most of the pillaging's already happened, but there's still stuff left over. I figure like, it's like kind of like a, a scene from The Road. A little bit, yeah. The road yeah. would be a good comparison. Okay. You know, maybe um, maybe The Walking Dead, something like that, where it's been picked over and only the grossest and crappiest useless things are left behind. Sure. And that's what the neighbor's property was like. I walked through pretty much their whole property. Now, I will say this. I got permission to go back there. 
not by the people who live in that, but by the people who um, run the food carts that rent out their driveway. I was like, hey, I, I'm going to go back there. Do you know how to do that? And he's like, yeah, okay. So they let, so they let me in. So I wasn't like compl- trespassing. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, you got the okay. <clears throat> I got the okay. Oh, that means you could explore. And I did. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did do some exploring. I mean, I had to meander my way back there. I thought, well, I might as well take a look at everything. It is so gross. It's like, like what kinds of things? Empty uh, tubs of chemicals that are back there. Like I don't like so oil like meth, meth and chemicals. Like, could be used for whatever they want to use them gotcha. for. Gotcha. Um, empty tubs. Like now, it hasn't been used for a while. <laughs> now that I think about it, this, probably wasn't that safe for me to go back there. Um, no. All kinds of random, clearly, uh, tool kits and tool boxes. Like, you know, where you'd store, like, screwdrivers and things like that. Left open, full of rain and, like, covered in mosquitoes. Gross. Um, Empty uh, canisters. Empty wrappers. It's just garbage. Like, a whole lot of garbage. And then over this lawn section that connects to mine, like, I've, it's so weird going into this thing. It was like, I felt like, like, I crossed a line into somewhere that, like, enemy territory. You know, only the, the war's over. And you're going in to see what's left it's of the enemy like the, territory. Just like the shell casings and things. Yeah, yeah. Like this is how the enemy lived. Okay, this is this is their property. I'm seeing like my house from a whole new angle. Like everything, and it's gross. Did you <laughs> look inside of the shed? I did look inside oh, the shed. Oh, I've always wondered about the There's shed. There's a shed back there that they built, and the door has been open to this shed for years. And this is the one that the, that the years. king of the meth kingdom uh, laid the mattress on top of, right? And then he was just yes, laying Yes, years there. ago, when the two meth heads lived there, the brothers, um, one of them, they built this shed, and he brought a mattress out, and he threw a mattress on top of the shed. This is like a 10-foot-tall shed. Got the mattress up there, got himself a ladder, and then went out and then splayed himself out on the mattress, like overseeing his kingdom uh, as he sat there and, you know, basked in the sun looking at his methdom. And that's what he would do. I think he more marinated in the sun. <laughs> marinated. <laughs> I mean, that was the view I used to get from my kitchen window because it looked on that. I'd have to go to the kitchen and be like, oh, I'm going to make myself a sandwich. Oh, well, there's my view for the day. It's a half-naked meth head laying on top of a mattress on a shed. And then he would every now and then look over and, like, glare at me as though I was doing something wrong. I was, I was uh, harassing him during his basking. Oh, during his marinating. How dare you? <laughs> Very rude. But yeah, I got to see inside of that shed. Um, shocker, it's full of junk. Okay. It's just full of junk. Did any of it be treasures or is it all just uh, I meth didn't garbage? I didn't want to actually go in. Okay. Like the door is open. Like the grass is grown. I don't even know if you could shut it if you wanted to. Like you'd have to dig it out to shut it. Um, n- I don't think there were any treasures in there that anybody would want. Maybe at some point. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm looking in the chat uh, uh-huh. at slash live. Uh, Rick says, Don't go snooping around in there. Haven't you ever seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, I was a little worried somebody's just going to like, like Leatherface out of the bushes. Out. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and so, so I did that and like, I, I was quickly trying to throw the branches over, like, uh, trying to get out of there. But I did look over. There is a weird section of their fence that's not on my not connecting me to a different property where it's been like punched out so there's a little crawl space in there is that the one that goes to the other house the one that's like kitty corner yeah okay yeah i always wondered about that house i'm like did they ever have the same problems that you did i don't even i don't know them yeah Uh, i've never met them so I've, i've never seen them out of the house 
So whoever lives there, they're weird. Like shut-ins. So I, well, I, I guess that's not weird because I've lived in the same place for like what seven or eight years now, and know a grand total. I've never of seen three a single people. person there. I mean, I know somebody must live there, but I've never met anybody. There. I mean, yeah, because that's gold property in that area. Well, you see the one next to me. I don't well, think it necessarily. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a gold property. <laughs> um, but yeah, where it's like it looks like somebody's been. It looks like somebody's been coming in and out through that Ew. fence, like into that backyard, because there's it's perfect sized to, and it, and it looks like it's been actually removed so that you can crawl through it and go in and out. So I don't know who's going over there and what's going on on that side, but uh, but I went into the enemy territory and I survived. I got out of there, and yeah, that's the bottom line. It is just gross. Oh, man. It is so disgusting over there. So what's going to happen to that? Like, nobody lives there. No it's idea. just kind of abandoned. I have no clue. I have no clue what's going what's going to happen with that over there. But I did my job. I did my neighborly thing. I got rid of the branches. I did technically ask permission by somebody who I will assume had the rightful authority to let me back there. Sure. And uh, We'll just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I got out and I survived. Wow. That's quite the adventure you did. It was like it was in a movie, you know? I did. I felt like I was in, yeah, like the road. Did you not take any pictures? I I think I got a couple, but at that point, I was, I should have. I should have. But, I mean, it's not pictures of anything that's. We can always sneak back in through the hidey hole. I'm good. (laughs) You're good. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good for, to wait for another 10 years. So, I I don't need to go back there again. Wow. It was, like, I survived. That was good enough for me. All right, Sarah, let's talk about your. Well, my crazy spirit my, rocks. Well, yes, I want to talk about that. So, yeah, so I had exactly the opposite day of you. So, like, as you're rooting around, like, seeing how the lower half lives or lived over there, yeah. I got to see, like, the upper echelon this past weekend because I worked this um, this super fancy party. If anyone was downtown, so I'm I'm sure that some people might have seen this. So there's uh, this weekend there was this huge party that was a tugboat christening. A tugboat christening. So it's a, it's a company here in town, a very, like, well-known like fancy Tug family boat company, huh? Of a work. boat company. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So a boat company here in town. And of note, we have a friend who used to work for that. Yes. Or one, one of them anyway. I don't even know which one he worked mm-hmm. for, but used to be that. But he, uh, Tuggy's no longer a tugboat captain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it was, it's like that same kind of thing. So what they do is they have, you know, for boats, there are christening ceremonies where like, you know, they name the boat mm-hmm. and then they like break the champagne on the boat, like blah, 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 all that stuff. Wow. But it was just fascinating to see just. The whole spectacle of the entire thing. I mean, this was like the most extravagant party I think I've ever worked. It was just, it was just like, fascinating. What did they to see. have? Like, what made it extravagant? Like, there were personalized little tugboat, like, um, like stuffed animal things that they had made to replicate the like exact replicas of the tub- tugboat that was getting christened. Oh, wow! I didn't there realize like, that there were hundreds of them, and they had them decorate. Like, I didn't for realize decorations. that like tugboat christenings were a big. Thing like they, I mean, they, they do a lot of work. I well, mean, that's, that's how things yeah, get. I mean, that's and they'll our, be there for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's our economy. You know, getting things yeah. in and out, like up and down the river. Totally. And what was funny is actually, at the end of it, I know I'm jumping ahead, but at the end of it, watching a little tugboat tug away the big tugboat <laughs> was like the the cutest thing ever because nobody was driving the big tugboat because they christened it, so they got a little or tugboat to like tug the tug away. They tugged the tugboat. They tugged the tugboat. Yeah. So when they, it was just, did they I, actually go out and break a bottle on it? Yeah. They broke a bottle yeah, of champagne. Yeah, so they go, so they had a speech, like you could hear it. It was down at the waterfront. So if anyone was driving um, around Portland on That's Saturday. Like, yeah. And they had this, so it was like this huge spectacle. There were like hundreds and hundreds of people there. Um, 
And they also had that, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, I've only seen it once before, that historic uh, fire boat, like the fire truck boat. Oh, with the hoses on it? And yeah, with the, with the hoses and the fountains and stuff. Yeah. So they did like the christening and then the um, the historic fire boat was out there doing like spraying all this water up in there, like different colored water. Like it was. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. That's kind of a cool thing to see. It was pretty cool. It was neat because I got to see like how. How that all happens. Very different half lives. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So while you were rooting, while you were doing your, were there whole, any eyes wide shut things going on? There were not, but there. Were, I mean, the rich people are pretty. Like they're all yeah. just like, just like, you know, when we've had Bill Oakley in, I'm like, you have you know rich person legs. <laughs> Bill Oakley has rich person legs. We need to have Bill back in. Here. We really do. Yeah. Um, it was lots of rich people legs, but I mean, just, I mean, everyone was very nice. Uh huh. But just on a different I level. About rich people legs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Just on a yeah, on a different level, it was uh, it was interesting. The yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Are there things you can't tell us? Yes. But oh, it's okay. dig it. I know. Did you get any secret information like from people who were drinking? Like they like relay any like secret like underground things that go on for like rich people here? No, Greg. Nobody invited. We've got me to go their back to the penthouse shut. soon. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody invited the help to their eyes wide shut party. Greg, shockingly Dang it. enough, <laughs> the séance starts at midnight. No, after, oh wait, we've said too after much. After I've been running around for ten hours, I did oh, not look like no, no, anyone no. wanted to take me home. Okay, All <laughs> yes. right. Dang it. Yeah. So did that, and then yesterday. Um, so worked that all day Saturday, and then yesterday um, worked at Landmark for the, the big open air market where mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people, very fancy, not fancy, but like amazing creative people, sell their wares. There, like for example, our friend Todd Workoven uh, has a piece of work where he sells from the Mark and Todd cast. Yes, and from uh, Portland at the movies. Yes, that same that one. Todd? That Todd. That Todd was there. Which, by the way, that Todd gave me the coolest birthday present. Because of course today is the start of my birthday month. Oh my god, it's not a birthday uh, month. It's so I thing. thank you very much again, Todd. He gave me one of those amazing VHS tapes that he puts the like it's a lamp, like a I VHS did see lamp. This and yeah, it is light lamp. Awesome. And it's for uh gem hot times and or hot in Hawaii, I think that was the name of it. It was like, you know, there were lots of like mini gem movies. Uh-huh. And like the random episodes they saw because you know my sister and I loved all of that. I I specifically remember this one. So he made me a notebook in the light. That's that is really cool. But then of course one of my favorite little ladies was there who I bought my Labradorite ring from. Yes, a couple so months that's, ago. So if you don't know this, Sarah's slowly becoming a um, a crystal lady. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying it's a fact. You're going through a Nothing change. Nothing wrong with it. Some of your best friends are crystal ladies. You're going through that kind of change. I'm getting closer to the change. And um, and so you got your Labradorite rock, uh, your ring with Labradorite in it. Yes. A few weeks ago. Yes. And what is it that Labradorite does? Labradorite gives you like a, a mystical and spiritual connection to everything around you. Helps um, like unblock creative flows. <laughs> Oh my god! It's you just, sound like a hippie. I know it. Just, it comes out so naturally too. It does, mm-hmm. and it just kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you have your my labradorite. Your labradorite, and which then, is amazing. I, th- yes. That's still like my favorite ring yes, ever. until yesterday. Ring that you have. Where I also found my second favorite ring. So now I have a new one, which is <laughs> I'm not wearing any of them right now, but um, I do have a new one, which is Imperial Jasper, which. Okay, what what makes the Jasper Imperial? I don't know. That's the Can name of me? it, Greg. Well, I need to I look mean, up. I mean, you're imper- the rock lady, Sarah. You want? Do you prefer rock lady or crystal lady? Um, 
I mean, I've always liked rocks. One of my first toys was a rock polisher. One of my first toys was a rock. Um, <laughs> my best friend was a rock. All right, so some of my favorite things to one of my favorite things in the entire world to do ever is look for agates with my dad on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I love rocks. Yeah. Oh God, it is. It's in my blood. Mm-hmm. My parents have rocks. My dad like tumbles rocks. He is. Oh man, mm-hmm. I'm just realizing this. Yeah. Do you have a thunder egg? My dad does. Mm-hmm. I am my father's daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, God, he has jars of rocks. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you invite people over to look at your rocks? No, but I tell, I show everybody rock. about my, my rings and things. another that I have. Okay. All right. Again, nothing wrong with that. Just mm-hmm. trying to clarify. So you have a, Oh, there's Imperial your... Jasper, and there's also Royal Imperial Jasper. Okay, tell me what the difference is there. All right, so like, what, I'm what trying to... What is this Imperial Jasper? What? Because we did talk about the spirits guiding you earlier. Yes. Which we'll have to... Ex- we need to explain oh, that. That's but I'll, this, I'll let you... I'll that's let for you this one. So that's... Walk us down the, the yeah. crystal path. Uh, for some reason, can you believe it? <laughs> the crystal websites that tell you what powers they have don't seem to be loading properly. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Imperial Jasper is connect- and conceived to be the best jewel boulder that personifies the journey of the carrier toward God. What? What does that mean? Are you finding out about yourself right now? I don't know. Something drew you to that, Sarah. Drew I mean, it was really Imperial Jasper. Yeah, the beautiful design that Carly made. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, not saying anything wrong. They're very nice. It's very nice stuff. Okay. I'm just trying to understand. All right. So it's an, it's it's supremely nurturing eminence. So okay. it has healing properties. Okay. It helps uh, balance your chakra. Okay. All right. Um, okay, here's a little bit of information for you. It, Did you know there are five uh, types of fine jaspers? Imperial jasper is considered to be one of them. The other fine jaspers are Bruno jasper, Morrisonite, Willow Creek jasper, and Blue Mountain jasper. That's a lot of jasper. That's a lot of jaspers. Yeah. Imperial jasper is found about 50 miles northwest of Guadalajara, Mexico. Oh, that's kind of cool. Ooh. Because my, um, yeah, because my That's labradorite, the only place it's found? My labradorite is from India. See, isn't it neat? Once you start looking into stones. I'm not going to become, no, this is you. You're kind of interested. No, this is you. Okay, so, so you've got your imperial jasper. So I have my imperial jasper. So I'm, so, like yesterday, so I was wearing my labradorite and my imperial jasper, and then, uh, so again, this, um, my friend Carly, who's the one that makes these, uh-huh. which I never make any money on the days that she's there because I end up just buying things. So she is the sweetest. And, I, you know, we were talking about our birthdays because I have the same birthday as her best friend. She's like, oh, your birthday's coming up. And I'd been looking at this necklace. And she's like, you know what? You know, I just, she's like, thank you for being so supportive. She's a, a small business owner. We're going to have her on at some point. She's a wonderful, wonderful gal. And she was like, well, I want to give this to you for your birthday. So she gave me this amazing, glowy, Magic necklace. So Sarah is wearing this necklace right now. It's like a kind of trapezoid-shaped, um, chris- like white crystal, like a white glowy crystal that's uh, set horizontally, and then it's got the the wraps around it, and then and then is the necklace. Um, Greg, you should be a jewelry um, describer. Describer, yes. For a I job. mean, it's a wonderful trapezoid-shaped this... crystal. The white crystal just glows. You have to call it's it a piece. You have to say, this is a piece. unique piece. This unique piece is something... Greg, when we're going to be you know, selling stuff on mm-hmm. on the television, mm-hmm. we're going to have to learn how to talk like that. Oh, so oh. it's already decided that's what we're going to become? We're going to become uh, the... The talking heads, what are they? Uh, on the shopping network? Shopping network! Home shopping network! This is a beautiful piece that Sarah has right now. You know what else you have to say? Timeless. 
time. It's a, this is a, it's a timeless treasure, something classic. you can pass down to the kids and the grandkids so that they will have just something really wonderful to it's hold on to. It's an effortless style. And cherish the memories. Cherish the memories. It's an effortless style that <laughs> That's pretty for good. anyone of all, oh yeah, you're pretty good at this. Yeah, okay. I have to learn blanket statements. Uh, effortless <laughs> style. Oh yeah. Timeless. Timeless piece. Cherish the, yes. the memories that unique. you will make with this unique piece of fashion and history that you will have combined. That that will be a part of you forever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so all right, so this is what's called opalite. So opalite okay. is, uh, I guess, it's a man-made stone, but it's like you know, made of. Minerals, but it's a man-made uh-huh. stone. But it is a powerful stone. Oh, boy. Sarah, tell us about your powerful stone. It's a stone that you should have if you wish to harness and increase your personal power. It boosts your self-esteem and improves your sense of self-worth. Oh. What else can the stone do, might I ask? Oh, please tell me. Opalite will also help you unleash your inner strength so that you will uncover and express your deeper feelings. You know, I've been wanting to unleash my inner strength for so long, and I just didn't know how to. Oh, it's as if I put it on my forehead, it'll stimulate my third eye chakra to show me and enhance my psychic powers. Uh, iron fist. Um, Courtney said, don't forget handcrafted. Handcrafted treasure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can pass on to the grandkids. From generation to generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something that, you know, the older generations used to have this, and it kind of went away. It's bringing, hearkening back to that time when... No, you're too, you're too wordy. Oh, too much? No, it's, and it's also a versatile piece. You oh. could pair it with, uh, with a T-shirt and jeans. Uh-huh. Um, if you're feeling like you'd like a night out on the town, it also will pair well with that little black dress that you've been <laughs> wanting to wear. Damn. Yeah, it's you my calling. You do have some skills in this. It's my calling. Yeah. That's what I got. Like that's what traffic reporting because you had to learn a lot of different ways to say the same thing uh-huh. over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's all traffic reporting is. Slow to stop and go. Seeing some brake lights out there. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. You just have to just continuously like figure out ways to say like things are slow and it's going to take you a while to get somewhere. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. Good job. All right, opalite's also beneficial for communication on a spiritual level. Yeah, this is what we were talking It'll about. You mentioned me... spirits before we started the show. It helps connect with, it helps you connect and receive messages from the spirit world. So... It also helps, so its energies also I'm getting help a message. interpret Stop, the getting visions a message. and the messages that I receive. So what kind of messages does it tell I you? I don't know, but this is great. So it gives me good just self-esteem. Like a voice I can head? communicate with ghosts. Also, it like op- so it makes me like opens my third eye chakra. Uh-huh. Um, it also balances my yin yang energies and will align wow. them with my higher self. It'll stabilize my mood swings <laughs> and remove any blockages. Should I have any in my chakras or my energy meridians? What the what the hell is an energy meridian? I don't know, but it keeps a healthy balance of my male and female energies and my light and dark aspects, active and passive emotions, and daytime and nighttime energies. What does the stone not do? Yeah, it kind of sounds like it does it all. <laughs> uh, it's also a wonderful stone for healing your emotions. It'll, it will clear what troubles you have in your heart and will create a sense of peace in your life. Look at this. And it gives worms to ex-girlfriends. No, okay. Um... <laughs> That's that sounds. Like it also a, helps me let go of painful memories and replaces them with compassion, kindness, and gentleness. <laughs> it helps me. Um, or it'll help me deal with my past life regressions. Uh-huh. It has nurturing vibrations. A nurturing vibrations, not like which help me vibrations. identify. No, it, it's 
It vibrates out my unwanted emotional issues. This really does solve everything. I did not know. I yeah. did not know. Yeah. It also will help me understand my soul's path. Okay. Mm-hmm. Understand your soul's path. Yes. Wow. This is uh, quite a lot, and this is, what is it? Opal, oh. Opalite? Opalite. Opalite. Oh, so Opalite's beneficial for those who have trouble sleeping. I actually didn't have, well, I did have a little bit of trouble sleeping, but I didn't have any bad nightmares last night. I was wearing it when I slept. It's very soothing to the heart and mm-hmm. can regulate an irregular heartbeat. Wow. So it physically will. Which is weird because I do have an irregular heartbeat. You have an irregular heartbeat? Mm-hmm. How do you know that? I, when I went in for surgery. Oh. I have like a, it's just a, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like some people are born with irregular heartbeats. Weird. That's me. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Okay. Yes. Well. Oh, it also helps. It'll help me su- uh, achieve more. success in business. It'll help me manifest monetary wealth and material influence. Well, so I like how it's like spirit world, spirit world, spirit world, money. <laughs> oh, it also will help me uh, combat fatigue or exhaustion. I mean, this just really just does a lot. Going. I mean, you, how can you afford to go through life without your opalite wow. necklace at this point? Okay. Yeah, it'll help me meet the love of my life. I'm just going through all of these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we've got love, money, mm-hmm. health, spirits. Uh, b- nurturing vibrations. I mean, there's really a lot that does that yeah. this all does. Wow, sir. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to share with you, Manuel. Anyway, thank you. But the yes. spirits are guiding you now. They sure are. Okay. All right, Crystal Lady. So when you get your flowy dresses, I don't know. Maybe I just need <laughs> like, to. What's the? Because the next step has got to be the flowy, like uh, you know. Like, I am um, going to be 38 in a week. Uh, who am I thinking of? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yes, thank you. I am going to be 38 in a week, and I mean that's. I need to stop. Is that flowy dress time? I mean, I guess so. When I mean, do I again, have to stop being Nothing whimsical? wrong with the flowy dresses, but I'm saying if you're going to go full on, you know, flower child, I think you got to get the flowy dresses. Yeah. I went through a hippie phase. And yeah. We're going to get emails from people who are going to be chastising me for confusing different genres right there, but I don't. You're please explain. Mm-hmm. Um, no. And if you are a crystal person, write to me and let me know. Seriously. Yeah. It's, it's, no, because I'm it's actually, no joke. Sarah is becoming a crystal lady. Kind of interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jakey just said in the chat, referencing the Dan Cummins interview from Friday, which be sure to check out that episode. Step one, crystals and rocks. Step two, monoatomic gold. <laughs> so we're on our way. <laughs> God, we were both well on our way. You with the conspiracy theories, me with the crystals. I just dabble and read them. I don't get involved. It's when you start commenting. That's when you Never cross comment. over. Yeah. That's when you cross over to it. Like, if I started going to one of those conspiracy theory things and really like, oh, yeah, those are people, blah, 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 and then I start commenting on it, that's when you know you've crossed over. I don't comment. I that's just, the line. I just look. That's the line. And I go away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the big difference. All right. Um, let's see. It's 1 o'clock. Should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Oh, do, what time is? Well, yeah, I think our buddy's stopping by here in a minute, but we started the show a little bit late. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you want to. I have, I have a, couple, a couple of stories. Of stories. Sure. A couple of stories. We'll have just something. Oh, whoopsie daisy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Just one second. Sorry, I've been having some uh, computer issues. Oh no. Yes. Oh boy, sir. I am batting a thousand. I'm sorry. I really am, are. Sorry, a week of. You did. You I did had a, lot a really of work. long weekend. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy! All right. Beautiful feeling. So lonely. 
A man who won a one million mega millions jackpot in New Jersey says that he received his numbers from an unusual place inside of a fortune cookie. He actually played the numbers inside of a fortune cookie and won a million dollars. Wow, that's pretty good. Because they always have those in the on the back of the fortune. Yeah, they right? usually do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ronnie Martin. Um, from Long Pond, Pennsylvania, who commutes to New Jersey for work every day, told New Jersey lottery officials that he'd been buying Mega Millions tickets with the same set of numbers for years. Well, he really committed to that wow. whole fortune cookie number thing. Wait, like the same set of numbers? The same set of numbers from the same fortune cookie, and he's been playing them for years. So who knows how much money he put into this yeah, I was gonna $1 say, million dollar how winning. How much did this cost him? Yeah, so, um, so his preferred combination came from um, the lucky numbers that he found inside of a fortune cookie years ago. Uh, the ticket bought he bought at a gas station in Hope, New Jersey, turned out to be the one million dollar winner. He said he's going to pay off his bills and put the rest into savings. It was a really slow news weekend. Yeah, lots of bad things are happening, so I'm just trying to find the it's all good. most positive. Yep. <laughs> all right, next up, a Maine woman's artwork is going viral. She's a viral sensation, Greg. Thanks to her creative uses of a natural resource that is plentiful in the area to which she lives. Moose poop. What about it? Like hardened moose poop? She's, she makes art out of moose poop. So at a Somerville, Somerville, Maine, this woman, her name is Mary Windenbach. Um, so she calls her sculptures turdy works. And she sells them at the fairgrounds there. She's now using social media to sell figuri- uh, figurines, clocks, and other artworks that incorporate real Maine moose turds. Wow. So uh, Winnenbach says, everyone needs to use the restroom so everyone can relate to that. Why would, why would you be like, oh, good, that's made of poop. I can relate to that. There are shirts called Talk Turdy to Me. I'm looking up Turdy Works. Came right up. Wow. So she said she makes sculptures. She said, for example, first, now instead of making cuckoo clocks, we make poo-poo clocks. Okay. I've also been watching American Vandal uh, season two. And, uh, I've watched a couple episodes. <laughs> that show was funny. It's pretty good. You should I... watch season one. Okay. Season one is pretty damn good, too. I... I haven't laughed out loud at shows about, like, mm-hmm. I was... It's very well done. It is very For funny. A, such a stupid topic. It is, it is very well <laughs> Turd done. Burglar. Yeah. It is very funny. I was, <clears throat> I was yeah, laughing out is, loud watching it, yeah. Whether it's the writing or they let them improv, I don't know, but it's, it's pretty great. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll have to watch the first one. The first one's good, too. Okay. The main... So I'd always heard about the it, but I'm like... The main guy in the first one is just this... Chud, who's, who's like, <laughs> but he's, I don't, I don't know. I think he's awesome. Yeah, it's. I didn't draw the dicks. Wasn't me. Oh, that's the, okay. Yeah. The first season is about somebody draws dicks on the faculty's cars and they blame this one kid. This isn't spoiling anything. This one kid is blamed, but it's then it's, did he do it? Yeah. Because he says he didn't. So it's like making a murderer, but with dicks. Yeah, but okay. with dicks. And then the second season is the turd burglar <laughs> the school in. In Bellevue, where somebody put something in the lemonade and made everybody poop, and it's it sounds so dumb saying it. It does, but because, I'm serious, and that's it is why, so funny. That's it's why so I never watched it because I'm like that just <coughs> seems like way too crass the and first... stupid for me. But I mean, watching it, I was like cry laughing. I think it was at the second episode. I watched a couple of them yesterday, and I was 
It Cry may even laughing. be better than the first one, which yeah. is a rare feat for a sequel. But I mean, the first one's really good. No, it's it's just it's so well done, and the actors are great, and the like how straight faced they're all playing it because it's oh yeah, they they play it very well. All right, some more poop talk. Okay, so anyway, instead of yeah. cuckoo clocks, there's a poop clock. Uh, Classy lady Mary Windenbach goes on to say, We took them turds and we cram them between the numbers. So there's one turdy, two turdy, three turdy. All right, we're really ending on a high note today. <clears throat> I keep pronouncing her name different every time because I think they've spelled it like seven different ways. Winchenbach says all of her turdy works are sourced from local feces. The turds are all local. Locally sourced. We just turds. go out and track the mooses, and wherever the mooses are, they're going to take crap. And I found that when a moose takes a dump, you walk about 50 yards in any direction, and they take another one. I think we need to have Mary on the show. I think she would be a com- compelling and insightful guest. Yeah. And make more We'd turd puns than we could ever possibly dream of. I have another story, or should we just? I don't think. <coughs> I don't know if that. you can top that story. I think that's probably about. That's about. That's maybe we about should wrap it. that one. I also censored that story, too. I censored some of Mary's stuff because she talks a lot more about more poop stuff. Just real obsessed with it. She, She's oddly obsessed with it. Wow. Right. I mean, everyone has their thing. Everybody does. And she's making money off of it. I mean, good for her. Okay. She found her passion. Okay. To sculpt clocks out of moose feces. All right. Everyone's got their thing. Okay. All right. Should we go ahead and wrap for today? We sure do. Oh, I forgot to check on this. Um, before we go, I do have one birthday, and I wanted to wish a happy birthday to... Oh, two, two, two. Me! It's my birthday month! Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. That was lame. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. I tricked you, though, didn't I? <laughs> wow. I'd like to wish all of my fellow October brethren who were born on this wonderful month a very happy birthday month to you and yours. I'm looking forward to us all being in this together. My birthday month has started swimmingly. I already got a necklace and an awesome VHS tape light and a notebook. It's only the first. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really do appreciate it. You're fantastic. Thanks for sharing the show, letting other people know. Um... Yeah, may have some announcements coming up in the next little bit. Heck yeah. Also, Portland Podcast Festival. Yes. Portland Podcast Festival. Follow us on Facebook. We'll have the event set up. For a little, There's a little bit of confusion if somebody saw there was an event set up. Um, we're we're going to have it set up on Facebook. Yes. So you'll, you'll see something. You may have seen something pop up that got taken down. Uh, we're going to have all that scheduled but I mean it's just a little over a month away and we really really would love to see everybody there it's going to be so great there's two nights 21 podcasts I mean 
there's a lot going on. PDXpodfestival.com slash podcast. And then uh, you can take a look at uh, which ones are going to be on the event. So much fun. All right. Thank you, everybody. Like we said, for tuning in. We really, really do appreciate it. Yes. All right. It got really toasty in here again. It is a little warm. It is a little warm in here. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow, friends. Tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. 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 Bye.